Hello, and welcome to the Snug Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Gwen the Bard, and joined with me is Never Separate and Gone Crazy Back Soon. Tonight we are decorated and ready for the Undaunted Festival. We now have a tavern going on in the Snug Pod um, with our lovely shopkeep uh, merchant bartender, uh, There we go. I did our introduction. Yay! We've been introduced. <laughs> you did it! I'm, I'm new to that, so I didn't know how to end the intro part. <laughs> Proud um, of you. He did it. He put you on the spot and you did he it. He did. He put me on the spot. You you could have simply said, no thanks, I'm good. Oh. And then I would have just passed it over to Newsy and told her to do it. She's no, the, Newsy's busy mixing drinks. She's the strong, silent type. <laughs> Uh, also, hi, Shadow Marshall. Uh, I got you confused with a different Josh. Um, maybe I shouldn't have. Hi, Shadow. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at this, too. Uh, at least I didn't get full names. Um, yeah, so Shadow's watching on YouTube. Um, hey! So we have two streams going, and I've got the Twitch one up because that's where people were. But um, anyway, yeah, so Shadow's with us, too. So hi. Um yeah uh what do we got I, it's hard to I, I, i'm so i'm so lost i'm on my notes in front of me because i had a stream up is this your is this your first it time? is what it's is my happening? first episode of asmr online he's no. also starstruck because we had a huge cast tonight or we a huge did. audience tonight i'm actually just still trying to recover from being furious that you guys ran a dungeon without me and you know here we are trying to watch or trying to trying to get a show going and y'all are off gallivanting with other people just hurtful, hurtful. Oh, I'm just going to ignore that and move on. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, all right, so last week we discussed uh, earthquakes and hurricanes. Is that right? Nope. Not right. Uh, just Wrong hurricanes. kind of quake. Different kind of quake. What kind yeah, of quake was we it? Talk we talked about Quake Con. Quake Con. Oh, okay. That's that internet convention, right? Aren't all conventions oh internet conventions these days? <laughs> no. I have my, I literally have my head in my hands right now. <laughs> I have been to three conventions this year, and they were all in person. Very good. Uh, <laughs> Are you ashamed oh to be associated with me right now? <laughs> no. No, I'm ashamed at how terrible my lock picking was 30 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you're going to beat yourself up over that all night. You still haven't gotten good at the lockpicking thing? I sure am. Wow. I, I, okay. You're a night blade. Okay. You're supposed to be good at that. And you're a wood elf. Wood elves are usually pretty sneaky sneaky too. That's true. So. Anyway. Yeah. We talked about QuakeCon. We And did. then we also talked about Gwen's question. Which was, what portal would you choose if you were in the starter area and, and... You were looking at them again to start fresh. And we were all also here. And sadly, we are not. Sasquatch is not with us tonight. So. Womp womp. That's Sasquatch, okay. if you're watching or listening. But there's three of us. Come back. Anyway. Um, had, had, to get, had to get my sad moment out of the way. Um, what have you been up to, Gwen? Well, uh, we redecorated the snack pod. I already covered that. Uh, we are ready for the Undaunted Festival. It hasn't started yet, but we're ready for it. Um, it 
as always, the snug pod is open to anyone who wants to come in. So you can come visit it. And then I have been, besides that, I have been really kind of just focused on Tales of Tribute. I want to get through all those achievements and I want to get through that story. And it's been fun. And I've been changing, I have been horrible. I have been changing like which decks I'm using each day. Uh, yesterday, all I all I did was focus on utilizing the purring liar, and I'm pretty sure everyone I fought against got really suck of getting a, got really angry about getting all the bewilderment. But it was really fun for me, so we're for there. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, I have not been up to just a ton, but we did get uh, grouped up with another lore seeker and a random and queued for a random vet dungeon. Uh, <laughs> and we uh, have you seen the have you seen the show notes, Gwen? I am staring at them right now. Then never mind. I was gonna see if you could guess which one. Oh, wait, you haven't seen them yet. So which one do you think we got? Hmm? Just with dungeon? our track record. Which, which dungeon do you think you we we got as a random vet? Because you haven't seen the notes, so you shouldn't know this. Oh well, I'll pretend I didn't see the notes. Uh, <laughs> What is happening? Eel call <laughs> No! Got... <laughs> we got Vet Moongrave. Um, and that was my first time in Vet Moongrave, I think. Um, I know it was the first time I cleared it, but we did clear it. Uh, and we I did went, it! And I went in as a DPS, and my DPS is um, probably existent, but not by much. Um because I, I don't generally spend a lot of time doing DPS, so I don't uh, I don't focus on um, a lot on perfecting my rotation and all of those things that go along with that. But um, but we were able to kill everything. Took a few tries on a few of the bosses, but um, that wasn't too bad. Though. Not not too long. I think um, I think we had to start over twice on the final boss, maybe. Um, yeah. And another boss we had to start over once, maybe. But other than that, I think. We pretty well cleared everything without wiping. Yep. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was a it was a good time, uh, and then I ended up uh, being in conversation about uh, some possible upcoming things for the guild um, that I won't divulge here because it's um, work in progress a bit. But uh, I ended up being up to like four thirty in the morning in that conversation, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, so that was uh, that was fun. A uh, little tired the next day. Had to uh, had had a had a long night at work. Very very busy. But uh, as far as uh, anything else in game, I've been working on trying to get the high aisle quest line done. Um, I keep getting distracted with side quests that are like in main quest areas. You know, about to go oh, into a delve. Are great. Oh, they yeah. are. They are. But um, and I think we may talk about one of them a little bit later, possibly. But um, but yeah, just you know, a lot of the um, a lot of the quests are actually taking you into delves. I don't know that I. Granted, I haven't done a lot of the the zone quests still. But um, is that a fairly recent thing that they've done? Like, have they used delves for main quests before? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Because I've always thought, you know, they, they should make use of those for that stuff, but I guess I would know that if I uh, actually got around to completing uh, zones. But, uh, but there's always some other quest outside with somebody needing you to rescue somebody else that's captured in there or something like that. Yes. So, um, so I keep getting also sidetracked with some of those. And Did uh, you do the sheep quest yet? Sheep quest. Where you have to save a guy's sheep? Hmm... Is that out? Yes. Yes, that's out on I the... really liked that quest. That's the... He uh... was such a cinnamon roll. That's that's the term for that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Um, yeah. And that, that's been pretty well it. I'm plotting some changes to my... Uh, to the guild house. Um, but, that, but that hasn't Are you finally going to get rid of those chairs out of the bedroom? Those, I'm not even sure if those are still there. I think I took those out already. Okay, I'm going to have to look. You were tired of everyone making fun of you for them. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, like, those were only put there because I had them in my inventory and I just like placed them in places evenly because I am I have I have a little bit of an OCD thing about stuff being even. Yeah. I, you know, I, I never actually even had that thought. I was just like, I'm placing them I around for places. Either. I didn't you know? either. <laughs> it was Sasquatch that pointed it out. Oh, no, Al. My... My Al, or was Al it pointed was, it out? Was it Al? When, yeah, because it never asked me to like critique the the um, the place uh, after we uh, after he redid something, and I was like, why don't we check inside the house too? I'm like, ah, he probably didn't do anything inside the house. And we go in there, and it's like, what's with all the chairs around the bed? This is <laughs> weird. Everybody, everybody oh, just needs a place to put their shoes on when they get up. You know, it's. No, it's, it's... That bed's not that big. Yeah. That's a lot of chairs. Well, you know, there <laughs> Seems are the like little... you're having a large party over, which <laughs> oh, is a little oh, hold weird. Up, hold up. <laughs> Let's keep keep in mind, whose house is this? It belongs to uh, who? It's the guild house. It belongs to a Khajiit. And there are various kinds of Khajiit. And is it the little ones or the Alfiq? Is that right? Alfiq? Oh, are you saying that those are Alfiq beds? It's just a little... It's okay. All, all of the Alfiq can curl up on that bed. It's just a yes, big old giant soft spot shoes. for a bunch of little. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> your theory also falls through there. Well, they can all get up on the bed to sleep, and other people can sit down and put on shoes and just watch <laughs> cats sleep. I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, can you hold my shovel? It's getting it's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse. Hold, hold maybe, my shovel. Maybe just stop. Just stop. <laughs> just stop now. Anyway, yeah, I think the chairs are gone. I think I already took them out. But anyway, what oh, about boy. you? Um, never or crazy? I'm talking to myself now. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. What about you? What about you? Never I, I, talking to yourself again, and you repeat everything you just said. Yeah. How are you? What have you been up to? I'm good. Um, what have I been up to? Uh, spamming game chat. It's recruiting for lore seekers. Uh. Yeah, actually, I, I did. We haven't really done that ever, and so I thought, oh, why not? So I just went through all the major cities and spammed the chat with our guild. And I actually did get a couple responses, which was fun. So a couple of them were like, yeah, good guild, join them. A couple of them were like, I don't trust going to a website to join a guild in-game. What's wrong with you? And then somebody else was like, hey, do you hang out in voice chat? Which I was like, um, I, 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 <laughs> I guess we could. So, yeah, I've been doing some recruiting. 
Um, working on some other Discord stuff. Um, working on trial stuff, which we'll talk about later um, at the end of the show, probably. And I also ran Vet Moongrave with you. Um, that was with Polly, who is uh, actually one of the first people that I played ESO with back in 2015, I think, or 16. Polly! Yeah. Um, so he's in Lore Seekers, uh, but he and I played a long time ago in a much smaller guild of close friends. Um, and that's how I met him. And then he was away from the game for a while and then came back. And he ran convinced us to do a random vet and like you said we ended up in moongrave and we completed it which was great um and honestly in less time than i thought it was going to take i was actually pleasantly surprised how quickly we ran through that with a pug and and i mean there were three out of the four of us that were in chat together but still um so yeah it was good it was fun um other stuff that I've been up to yesterday when I was at work, I actually did have a little bit of time on my lunch and Avron was streaming. So I popped in and did some dailies with her in high aisle. And I don't know whether I was just using up all my RNG for the end of the year or what, but I, <laughs> I ended up getting um, three leads, I think, and a style page and like a furnishing page or something all while I was grouped up with her <laughs> and uh, Tom and, um, a couple other people that were there. It was it was kind of kind of nuts. So, um, did that really quick during lunch and had a little bit of fun. But other than that, not too much. It's been mostly like back end stuff, you know, working on stuff for the guild. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, the new GM powers you got. The keep. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. It's, uh, we going somewhere? there's a scroll attached to the bear saying uh, Sasquatch is lost somewhere in High Isle. Uh, yeah. And uh, we should hopefully see him next week. I think he was doing some research for Flatnern, if we're being honest. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you go out researching Flatnern, you end up falling off the edge. Oh. <laughs> I mean... That's 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 why it's so hard to prove because all the people who have proved it are gone. <laughs> they fell oh, off. They fall into the void. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you going next week? Into a dark brotherhood dagger. Am I going next week? No. No. I'm just kidding. We can't get rid of you that easy. No, you can't. <laughs> no. You might. You might possibly just be stuck with me. I'm teasing, ya. Yeah, I guess. But uh, yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Sasquatch will be back with us next week, because yeah, it's way more better when we's all here. It's true. It's true. This one does like it when the whole cast is present. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also apparently a big fight between what peanuts and consoles. Um. I mean, yeah, peanut dust what is, and consoles. That's what horrible. does that mean? <laughs> well, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I mean, these are your additional notes that no one knows that you said you don't ever add. <laughs> well, peanuts and consoles and the barbecue Elvis conspiracy. I was going to just skip that one. 
Elvis is a word that we need to have like banned on the stream. Well, we need to, like get it like banned from chat from everything. Okay, okay. Said. Let's let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. When you should know what this is about because this involved you. Thanks, guys. Been mostly in the PlayStation chat. Well, there's your first issue. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. no! Yeah. <gasps> yeah. We're not popping into regular chat. Yeah. Oh. See? You, you, you speak up about where you've been, about, about being over on console chat, because you're on console and you're hanging out with the console peeps, and a peanut well, attacks you. Well, I mean, to be fair, I always do try and encourage everybody to go in general chat because otherwise, the only people in general chat are the PC people. I'm not arguing. Well, they have, that, they have they a have PC second, channel, but yeah, maybe we have a second general chat now, right? So now there's the there's the there's the no, PC we've always had that. But maybe maybe the console folks would hang out in there more if they weren't being attacked. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> I say that jokingly. I know it was just a joke, but I had to throw it in there because I just thought it was funny. It was, I kind of giggled because last time I think I actually typed in general chat was when I was on European time when I was over in Austria back in November. I'm pretty sure that's Amazing. the last time I was in general chat. <laughs> Amazing. You should head to general chat more. There's fun stuff in there. Oh. All yeah. right, we'll hear you out on your next one, but then we should probably cover ESO and we not Elvis. We probably should, but listen, Moki said <laughs> in, in chat, she was pointing out that she was seeing a conspiracy theory forming because, um, let's see, barbecue, we were talking about barbecue sauce on pizza, and she said barbecue pizza was invented in Memphis, and Elvis was also, you know, associated with Memphis, and so she's like, hmm, barbecue pizza has an Elvis connection, and now there's Elvis Elvis girls online. I'm from Tennessee. She's 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 figuring out this conspiracy. I didn't even know I was part of it. Okay, but I, I can't, you know. You I, didn't I, know you were part of the game that you invented. <laughs> Technically, it was an invention of a coworker who misheard me. I just ran with it. So, anyway, that is the end of my shenanigans for the next three seconds. Oh boy, we better start talking about something ESO related. Go ahead. Start something else. Go ahead. That was my invitation to carry on. See, I'm inviting you to do things. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> since we're done talking about barbecue Elvis conspiracies and um, snack foods, I guess uh, <laughs> we'll move on to the news. So, we don't have on console the uh, new Dungeons yet, or the Lost Depths um, patch, but it comes out on September 6th, and they have released some community guides for it. So, um, on ElderScrollsOnline.com, they have released the community guide for Lost Depths and Update 35. Um, this is kind of what they do every time they get a new patch or a new um, chapter where they go through and they take some of the content creators um, and do little spotlights on them and add their links in so that you can look through uh, and kind of explore those updates um, in your own in your own way or in the portions of the updates that you feel like might be relevant to you. So um, 
for this, we've got some general updates. So there's some dungeon guides uh, for Graven Deep, and as well as an Earthen Root Enclave dungeon guide. Um, I don't want to be spoilery at all, but have either of you seen any more on any of those, or are you just completely waiting until they I'm hit console? I am completely waiting. I'm not even watching the like videos for it. Nothing. I am. I want to just go through it in story mode with you guys. Yeah, Woo-hoo. I haven't really seen much on it. So, oh, outside of the like, I, I think I did see the trailer, but outside of that, I, uh, nope. Cool. Well, there's a couple uh, guides in there for when we do get them on console and if we get stuck, which is good. There is also new structural furnishings arriving in the patch. And, well, they've already arrived for, um, you know, PC and Stadia and stuff. But they're arriving, and there is a video on that. There is a Tales of Tribute update as well that came with update 35 so they are uh having a feature here which also breaks down what changes to expect from the different patrons there is a video (laughs) (laughs) i still haven't even done it i've been so bad i haven't had time to sit down and do the tutorial but i really need to get into it i did get to see though um arcanier he was over at gamescom in germany i think he actually just came back today i think he might be in chat or at least lurking um but he played an actual um real life tales of tribute right i game. saw those photos that looks so cool it was and then awesome in the chat, like how they took kept track of everything was dice i'm just like dice. yeah it's so simple it makes so much sense i wouldn't think about it because dice are the legos of my household they are everywhere <laughs> they clutter the floor you step on them they're annoying i I like to pretend they don't exist. They're the Legos, <laughs> Lego bricks of my household. It's it great. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool watching them track it. I mean, it was a little confusing for me because, um, you know, not having... I mean, I have an awareness of card games, uh, but I've never actually played any myself. But it was fun to watch him um, play through that. And uh, just to see the cards, too. The cards were actually quite lovely. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was do wondering... help how they were going to do Go the ahead. shape on those but when i saw them and they had the it was card shape but they put the just the print on it, it's like oh well i guess that is one way to do that they don't have to be the exact shape just the image sure yeah so i i do uh hope that they decide at some point to make a deck or release a deck even if it's just a collector's thing and you can't actually really you know fully play with it although i think they could come up with rules but boy the rules would be it would be like a book Okay, <laughs> would so have like, to, have to you come say with it. that, right? And, okay, so because of what Never was talking about last week, how there was, like, that exclusive item thing from, like, doing an achievement in some other game. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what true. What if they did that where, like, <gasps> there was this Tales of Tribute, like, starter set where you could get the four main decks, but in order to get the other decks, you have to unlock them in-game first. Whoa. Oh, are you talking about the shirt? I, I... That, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that so would be cool. So when you actually, like, go against people in IRL, you can o- if you can only use those decks if you've earned, if you're playing against someone who's earned them. Because in-game, I've had to play against um, the two end decks that you get for completing everything. I've had to play against them, but because I don't have them yet, I can't choose to use them. But I've, ha- I've been able to play with them because people I've fought have had them. Hmm. Okay. 
That's pretty cool. So that would still that would still follow that in IRL, and I think that would be just so cool. That would be cool. But yeah, that's so what yeah. I went with that one. Anyway, yeah. You know, it's actually, so he got he got to do that. It's actually possible that you know the, there could be a physical card game. Just print the print off the bunch of copies of you know my stuff and make your own. <laughs> well, that's true. You could do that too, but why do that when they had nice ones? Oh yeah, I would rather. So did I? Did I? Did you say that there somebody does have an actual set? At the at Gamescom, they had an ESO tavern, and they actually had a real tactile like you could play with it. Uh, Tales of Tribute deck, Arcanir played with it. Oh, that's cool. So, Sorry, yeah. I, I was trying I don't to read over they... something when you said that, so I missed that when no, you it's said okay. it. I don't know if they I don't know if they had it because um, I came into his into the stream late there. Um, he was playing on someone else's stream, so I don't know if the streamer that he was playing brought it with them or if uh, ESO like you know Bethesda and Zoss if they provided it. I'm not sure, but um, it was pretty pretty cool uh, looking. You can see I believe he posted pictures and stuff of it as well. So yeah, that is it cool. was cool. Um, but back to the community guides, there's a few more in there. There's some stuff from Deltius Gaming about changes that are coming. Uh, there's some stuff talking about the tanking changes that have happened with new gear sets. Um, there's a really good one that Skinny Cheeks has in here called How to Increase Your DPS, and it's a full guide to the trial dummy. So I'm not necessarily a parser, um, but this... One looks like it would be a good one to watch if you're a person that's interested in increasing your DPS this patch and kind Are of you getting used to the... to it. I'm partial to <laughs> this video. Hmm. Um, there's also a few build videos down towards at the. <laughs> I hear you laughing in the background. No. Got a dad joke. I know it. Uh, there are some build videos down at the bottom from Hack the Minotaur, from Soul Groot, and from Zynode. So I've actually so watched uh, slash listened to the to Hack's video there, mm -hmm. um, and that was pretty interesting. Um, the unarmed build um, kind of threw out some some kind of fun ideas for ways to, and a lot of it's just you know sort of role playing that monk idea and he gave suggestions on which classes fit it best and uh, ways that you can um, uh, increase your damage because you're not going to have weapons in your hands uh, and some suggestions for how sauce could actually make that a thing and we've talked I think we've talked about it here before too but like all it would really take is some sort of like glove uh, weapons like brass nuts kind of thing or something like that and make it a two-piece um and then you know we could actually play around with some unarmed builds but anyway carry on i mean that's pretty much it that was the end of the community uh community showcase thing very cool oh, yeah um that's it for that that's mostly the main um, news piece that came out this week. Probably because it's kind of a quiet week since the update did release just recently over on the PC side of things. Um, yeah. The next thing that we have, 
I don't know. Who wants to lead into this one? Anybody? What title are you most proud of? Yeah. This one was given to us by um, uh, Moki in our chat channel on Discord. So, fun question. Hadn't thought about that one before. I am, Never's already made his joke, but I'm sure he wants to do it again. So, what title are you most proud of, Never? Um, I am <laughs> most proud of Deck the Hobbit. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, I honestly, uh, titles are not really a thing that I'm, I even pay a ton of attention to. Uh, those mm -hmm. are under character, right? So I have. Uh, yep. Wow, I have more than I thought. Um, which one do I think sounds the coolest? <laughs> that you've got. Uh, and then see. we'll tell you what it is. You tell me what you think it is, and then we'll tell you what uh, it, the title actually is. I mean, the I, Maelstrom Arena Champions cool, I guess. Uh, even though that was just a normal. Uh, oh, I'm a Grandmaster Crafter. I didn't even realize that, that I had gotten that. Um, nice. So maybe that one? Um, oh, no. No, no. Definitely, definitely this one. I'm the mo This is probably the hardest one in the game to get. Um... And the fact that I have it just shows that anybody can do it. I'm gonna um, do them. I'm gonna do them right now. <laughs> do it. It's the Royster. It? It's the Royster's Club initiate. I worked so hard to get that. Um, just to just constantly have like trying to get on and and get the quest dialogue to work so that I could actually try do the trial, you know, for for the uh, card game. And so I'm actually an initiate now. So, um, <laughs> oh, at first I was like, "What is he talking about?" And then I, I knew exactly <laughs> what he meant when he said that. I, I realized, I realized exactly what it was, and then I scrolled all the way down on the titles page, and I was like, "Oh, yep, there it is, right yeah. at the bottom." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's the one I probably worked the hardest to get, um, just because mm. it, you know I had to get on, and like the dialogue wouldn't work. I just I'd log out and I'd log back on and I'd quit for a few days and I'd come back and then one day I came in I turned on the subtitles thinking well I'll try it like that and boom I had audio it was like all right I guess he just needed a prompter so he could read it um, yeah so uh, and all seriously though um, I, it's probably a silly one because it's such an easy thing to get if you just spend the time uh, but Grandmaster Crafter just because. If I collect anything, it's probably just trying to collect all of the style pages and or not style pages, the motifs. And I, I'm not actively out getting those all the time, but just the fact that I actually did get to the Grandmaster Crafter. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I don't even. Okay, remember. good, because I was about to be really angry at you, because I'm like, oh, Grand, you're just Grandmaster Crafter. Oh, I guess that's one I got. And I'm just like, I was gonna say that one. I worked so hard. I've worked for years <laughs> to get that. Just like Aww. making sure I get everything done and struggle and struggle and struggle, and I finally got it. I was so proud of it. You're just like, uh, oh, I guess just Grandmaster Crafter. I, I was about to yell I, at you. I honestly, was so angry. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember when I got it. I, I don't know that I even noticed that I got it. Um, so yeah, I actually just put that on, so uh, that's gonna be my title now. So when people go, Hey, that guy can at least make stuff, even if he stinks at the game, he can craft me some gear. So, nice, anyway. You nice, anyway. Yeah, for either of you, I already <laughs> just said mine. Oh, yeah, well, Grandmaster Crafter, okay. 
Um, what's my favorite title? Uh, that I have? Um, I haven't been, like, a real title chaser, but one of the ones that I think is the funniest one that I have is Empires. Uh, I think that is a brilliant title because of the fact that you have to kill ten other people in Cyrodiil who you throw pies at. <laughs> so now what title are you most empirist by? <laughs> Which title am I most empirist by? Um, when I see... Um, well, honestly, actual emperor. Whenever I see people running around and they have emperor, former emperor on, I'm like, all right. You did some work. Good for you. Because um, that can be a push. Um, but, like, actual titles that I think are really cool are probably... Hmm, well... Hmm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking... I mean, I think a lot of the titles that come from the dungeon achievements are really really cool like I think God Slayer is an awesome title which is where you defeat um, everything without suffering a group member death within 30 minutes in Sunspire and uh, nice. possible. yeah so um, it's defeat Yolnacrin, Lucestis, Naventus um, and all their hostile followers after extinguishing all their offering brazers without suffering a group member death within 30 minutes. So, I think the Godslayer title is awesome. Um, gosh. Um, what are some other titles that I just love the way that they sound? Shadow Marshall um, just posted uh, or just uh, commented in the YouTube chat um, that his favorite is uh, Savior of Nern from doing all the dolmens. I that's what I was going to say. That's the one that I think is actually oh, that one did take really time. really awesome because it does take a little bit of work. It's not necessarily hard to get, but it just takes a little bit. Yeah. Um, so the last one I needed for that, I was in Cyrodiil and I was in packed territory and there were two uh, there were two guys there and they were packed and we finished the dolmen before they killed me. And then that was the last <laughs> one I needed for that title. It was nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't have that title. I don't know how. Like, I thought I had I thought I thought had it, and I don't. So I need to go through and look and see which ones that we've done. Because I think I was starting to do that with Lotus when he did his extra live stream last year. And I had to leave halfway through. So I don't think I ever finished to get it. Because he was working on it on either an alt or on PC. I can't remember. And I, I started it with him, but then didn't didn't get to finish it. I think um, it had to have been PC, because that's what inspired me to, like, actually finish it on PlayStation. Yeah. That sounds um, like a good guild event. It takes a... It's, like, a couple hours. But, I mean, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean, you know, could we be have a fishing one. event. It's, like, a zone at a time, right? Well, you know, yeah, that's true. So it don't have you to could, be, like, all break at up. once. But, you know... You could break it up. Um, I was asked for some ideas on, on some things. Um, so there's an idea. You could go after uh, getting all of the dolmens because you could knock out several zones uh, pretty quick. Days. Really, yeah. Dolmen, Dolmen days. Um, the one that I want to get one day, but I just need to sit down and commit to doing it 
and I actually just need to go through and do vet maelstrom and get stormproof first. But I think flawless conqueror is awesome, which is vet maelstrom arena without dying. Dull. Like I really think with my um, death rate that I will never be able to do that on this character. <laughs> but you know, maybe one day. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of titles that I would love to have. Um, I think Dramothra Destroyer is a pretty cool title, too. It's just you cool. know what I'm impressed by? I'm always impressed if I see someone has Merkmire Prepper. Oh my gosh. Me too. And because that takes... That one was... What is that? Cause, okay, it's when you have to go do 150 dailies uh, in yes. Shadowfen for the Merkmire thing. It's a base game achievement because it's a pre because it's a prologue quest. So in they're all they all take place in base game zones. So you can do it yep. with base game, but it takes a hut. You have to do 150 dailies. So every it's once in a while, I remember it exists and I chip away at it for like a week or two at a time. But I still don't have it yet, because then life happens, and I forget. And then I remember it exists, and we start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's... The titles in the game, I mean, there's some cool ones. It's just there's so many of them, you almost can't keep track of them. Like, unless you're chasing a specific one, you right. know? Like, TikTok Tormentor, or, you know, those trial ones that that are more... Is that where you, like, like go name, online name and, drops. and troll all the people right. on TikTok? Which, like... No, it's Vet Halls of Fabrication. Oh, okay. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a title chaser. I, like, I Same. go for achievements, and if there's a title I see that I get from an achievement, sure, I might use it for a while, but I always just te seem to keep going back to volunteer. That's my favorite <laughs> so far, honestly. Most of the time yeah. I forget that I even have a title. I don't even... I, I just don't ever even think about it. But there yeah, are definitely no, I, some cool ones. Yeah, I agree. There's definitely cool ones, but I, I'm like you. I've never necessarily been a title chaser. I think some of that went out the window a little bit when um, they did the cross, uh, you know, where you can put your titles, almost all of the titles on any of your characters. Because before, titles were kind of like an end game advertisement piece. Like, hey, I've done this. Well, like, they still I kind think of are when I... you think about it. Because if you have actually completed it, even on any one of your characters, you have completed it. Well, so yeah, but I mean, it's... a lot of people don't run around, you know. I guess what people always used to get upset because, like, you know that it can be very different to DPS a certain trial than a heal a certain trial. And they'll say, like, oh, have you completed this? Yeah, show me your title. They show it to them, and you've never done it as a, you know, healer or whatever. And then you go in there and get wrecked. So I can see I mean, where that could be an issue. Yeah. Those are things I but, don't think of because I don't encounter that very often. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, I run around a lot of the time with Shihai Shatterer on because that was the first one that I got from a trial. So, um, yeah, that was a good question. It was good stuff. Yeah, it was a fun conversation topic. Mm -hmm. Indeed, indeed. So keep those coming. Give us more of those. Yeah. We like it. We like it. We like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Helping us get to know our co-hosts better. <laughs> yeah. 
And putting co-hosts on the spot, like, what's your favorite thing? Oh, let me look and see which ones I have. <laughs> right. Well, that's true, too. True, I true. don't know. All right. So, um, moving on from that, uh, are we doing uh, the archive? Yes. Loremasters okay. archives. Cool. I have not cool. had a chance to look at that either. Neither have I, but like with Me the, either. even with the, um, what are they called? When we do our meet the characters and stuff, I like just reading those while we're doing our show because it's more of a impre first impressions thing. Sure. And that just yeah. seems like a better talking point to me at least. Although I do think if we get one of these uh, kind of things that has multiple people talking, we should, we should, uh. We should rehearse that and go through it like we are the people. That'd be fun. Hmm. Anyway. Another okay, time. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't think I ever rehearse my voices. So. <laughs> this Lore Master's archive is from Duluth. Uh, so how do we want to read this? Do you want to do like we did last time? One of us read the questions. One of us read the... Uh, I'll read answer the questions or... this time, and you guys can read the answers. Want to do that? Cool. Sure. All right. Duelif of the Mages Guild answers your questions surrounding the many varied and dangerous dungeons found during Tamriel's Second Era. All right. Hey there, mates. It's an honor and a pleasure to answer questions about my recent adventures at Graven Deep and some of the more notable ruins across Tamriel. I've borrowed an enchanted dict dictation quill from the mistress of Incunabula Incunabula to make this whole thing that much easier. It's scribbling away as I talk. Easy as can be, but also a bit ridiculous. Ha! Sure as sand, it writes everything I say. Bullocks. Saki sea snails. Treasure hunting turncoats. Enough of that. <laughs> the name's Duelip. I've been with the guild for, a, few, for uh, a fair few years now, and I've all sorts of tales to tell. It almost makes me laugh. No one ever just wants to talk to me about magic. They want to hear about how I got my scars, how I watched a man swallow an eel whole, or that time I wrestled a tuna the size of a dune ripper. But there I go again, spinning yarns instead of telling truth. Let's get to the questions. I guess I'm reading the answers. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I was like, she went for it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. So, it says, uh, Guildmate Duluth, rumors abound of an underwater observatory built by the Dwemer at Graven Deep. Was this the work of Rorkin's clan? What business did the dwarves have with the ocean floor? From Legolas, Tiger Doyen of the United Explorers of Scholarly Pursuits. Friend, I have to be honest. My time at Graven Deep was not spent overly admiring the etching on the constructs. That said, I'd say your I'd say your guess here's a good one. The purpose of Graven Deep, as best we could tell, was some kind of localized weather manipulation. Magic to set the seas aright, like pirate stories of the old gloom lantern. The motivations of the Dwemer, as always, are about as clear as squid ink, to me at least. Luckily, the guild is full of folk ready and willing to bend your ear this about this lost and ancient culture. What they had to say was darn interesting stuff. Clan Rorkin is 
famous for ranging across the continent, right? Some of the most far-flung Dwemer constructs are a result of their pilgrimage after Volendrung. Look, at where they ended up, the deserts of Hammerfell, the high mountains of Rothgar, some pretty damned inhospitable terrain for a Dwemer. If I were a muckety-muck in the clan and wanted to get some clout, maybe I'd try my hand at making things a little more friendlier for my clan elders. Hey there, Papa Dwemer! Enjoy this warm sun instead of bitter cold and snow! As for the location on the ocean floor, I almost feel like it's an issue of pride. We found Dwem dwarven ruins beneath volcanoes, split between Nern and Oblivion realms, frosted over in glaciers, and teetering across impossible chasms. I've even heard stories about Dwemer armor made to explore Daedric realms and sea-bottom trenches. We forget sometimes because of all of the whirling gears and the fancy brass, but at the heart, the Dwemer are still myrrh. It's like that old high elf saying, if you've got the coin, show the coin. I hope your exploration of Graven Deep to investigate the druids of Galen's voyage bears fruit. I've heard they were the Nedic inhabitants of High Rock during the Merithic era, but how much had their intermingling with the elves transitioned them into Bretons by the time their exodus occurred circa 1E330? I ask, as there's documents describing Bretons' existence which are dated as early as 1E20 and 1E200, but were these encounters truly of the modern Breton race we know of today? Aliavana. Mitch. I think your course is true, even if the waters we're in are a bit choppy and hard to navigate. It's like this. What makes a race? Nowadays we talk about how Bretons tend to be to distinguish how Nords and Imperials, and even we Redguard tend to be. But as many a book of the University of Willem will attest, we're kinda splitting hairs, aren't we? Regions and cultures and people aren't as easy to categorize as this here's a sail for a cutter, and this here's a sail for a schooner, right? At the end of the day, we're all just folks. The ways we choose to talk about the groups of people that live near the north side of Iliac Bay versus the south side is as much to do with the person talking, the place they're talking, and the time they're talking as anything else. Just one sailor's way to look at it. Let's use the spyglass to look at the origin of the Bretons, though, eh? I sat down with Druid Laurel to chat about her people's past, and it was a damn interesting conversation. If you've never met her, she has an easy way of making complex things a little more approachable, extremely helpful for an old sea dog like myself. According to her, we know that Bretons were Bretony by the time the Druids set uh, by the time the Druids set sail for the Sisters around First Era three thirty. You have to figure, then, that the Dereni and the Nedic folk of the region were probably intermingling for centuries, as the Merithic ended and the First Era began, with a couple of uh, Red Mountain-related exceptions. We don't have a lot of examples of history of a whole new culture or group springing up or disappearing overnight. So documents suggesting there were Bretons around hundreds of years before the time of Druid King Kosarian make a lot of sense to me. Druid Laurel had the same thought, that localized groups of the culture, maybe even large ones, might have been around and causing trouble for the Dereni long before we think of them as coming to blows. Just keep in mind that when you read historical texts, even well-researched ones, 
there's still just a person like you or me on the other side of the quilt, enchanted or otherwise, and try to keep it in context. Why did Meridia leave half of the Wrathstone laying around? It's not like the thing could unleash a horde of vampires. And last I heard, she didn't give a broken scale about dragons one way or another. Away from keyboard. Anyway, if I could understand the Miranda Meridia, I would not be an ex-pirate now, now mage writing research vessels into the unknown. I'd be, I don't know, maybe some kind of island baron, a daydream for another day. Availing myself of some tattered ancient journals in the guild archives suggests that the elves of Galaris Molotar considered safeguarding their half of the stone a kind of sacred honor. By the time Meridia passed it along, they already had men aplenty rattling their gates and slaughtering their kin in nearby cities. Some aliens even sought out a piece of the artifact, hoping it would make a difference when their former slaves came calling. For the Sunfire's faithful, keeping true to Meridia's teachings and accepting her vision of the future must have been hard. But sure as the sea always wins, Daedric Princes always have a plan. What if, sail with me now, Meridia saw the Rastone as dangerous. Yes, as you say, she didn't give a dog's ear about dragons, but the threat it presented, and so soon after the death of her champion, might have been too much for her to bear. So what if she entrusted this relic to the elves of Galaris Molotar, knowing that they'd take her at her word, and then she says, Hey there, mates, your kingdom's about to fall. An entire city of potential lustrants from King Norlamar on down, ready and willing to sacrifice themselves to keep this dangerous weapon out of the hands of men? Sounds like quite the tale, eh? But then, Daedric princes have been known to do much, much stranger. Tatulif of the Mages Guild. As a member of the Undaunted, I hear tales of valor often, and the Crypt of Hearts happen to catch my attention. I'm aware of the legendary star teeth held within, so I wonder, do you have any idea of the original Shadow Mage Azra Nightwielder has any connection to the Crypt? Yours truly, Alexis Ashwing, Shadow Mage and Undaunted. These and C's. It took him some considerable digging to find that name in the archives. Crypt of Hearts, check. Star Teeth, scary, but check. Can you imagine sailing the skies as easily as a cutter moves across the waves? Incredible. But Azra Nightwielder? Best I could find is some reference to a powerful mage from some ways back. Relic Master Glen Glenadar of the Sigic Order owed me a favor, and I reached out hoping he'd have more for you. This is what I got back. Sir, well your request is... Most of our most out of character for your for our order, you have our appreciation and respect for the matter you helped to resolve a few months ago. So I have done what I could, mystically and organizationally, to answer your question. Our texts say the man known as Azra Nightwielder was born somewhere near the border between Craglor and Bankorai and the Reach, early in the Second Era. A proficient spellcaster, he apparently took a great interest in the manipulation of what we might today call shadow magics. Es 
esoterica related to the schools of illusion and mysticism. The claims made regarding what this knight wielder was capable of are outlandish in the extreme, but most accounts agree he met his end in a confrontation with Redguard mercenaries sometime around the formation of the Mages Guild. I specify our texts because every single reference to the man I could find in our archive has been tampered with by shadow magic. I advise you inquire no further in, on this matter, and I do hope you will consider my debt to you, uh, abrogated. Glendar, Master of Relics for the Profound Order of the Psychic Scholars of Arteum. So, make of that what you will. Dear Dulef, a question regarding alchemical lycanthropes. I know alchemical vampires are a thing. Vampires created outside of the means of Daedric methods. But I have yet to see a full lycanthrope, wow, what a word, uh, created through it alchemical means, like I have vampires. The alchemical lycanthropes created by Arcasis seem to just grant a temporary form. Would it be possible to create an actual lycanthropic condition through just alchemy from an undaunted scholar? Tawaka's kneecaps, you don't ask the easy ones, do you? This was a bit outside my harbor, but I think I've got some good answers for you from the archives. Amazing what they've got down in the stacks. Ah, but I'm staring off course. Let's start with the broad facts. The mortals we call vampires are people who are infused with daedric energy of a very specific type. Purebloods get it straight from the prince himself. Some steal the power from another, but most we could say are afflicted with a type of disease that acts as a bridge or proxy into the mortal soul. The result, regardless of the origin point, is a vampire of one stripe or another. Blood hungry, hates the sun, etc, etc. Yes, some are alchemically. We'll get back to that. What's a lycanthrope? If I was writing a paper for Gwilm, I'd be tossed like a dog if I said the same as a vampire, but the Daedric power comes from her seed. Lucky for this sailor, I've got all the publishing aims of a common Daedrat. They're damn similar, don't you think? Local varieties, different legends, but all have an underlying similarity. Be they werewolf lords or Valenwood werevultures. So let's circle back to vampires. What if an alchemical concoction you're referring to is just another metaphorical bridge to access the Daedric source of vampirism? An artificially created one, sure, but just as potent as good old Nexophilic Sanangorvoria. Seize and seize, scholar. What if Sanangorvoria is not even a naturally occurring disease, but that's not what we're here to talk about. As you said, Arcasus didn't quite get all the way to an artificial true ware critter. And yet, I'd bet a ship's hold full of coin that alchemical lycanthropy is not only possible, but someone's already done it. I don't have a stack of tomes in front of me to back that up, but just look at the long, weird history of Tamriel. Almost anything's possible. Friend Dulif, a compatriot of mine told me of Daedra corruption afflicting mortals. High kin Lord Rillis, members of the Silver Rose, corruption so strong that they appeared to become Daedra themselves. Is there any way to cleanse such lost souls of Daedric influence? Were all lesser Daedra mortals who were afflicted in such a manner? 
Kerat Al Chadenhall, Priest of the Eight. If you're asking because you have friends who have found themselves in just this state, Kerat, I have some calm seas to sail you toward. We can cleanses this type of metaphysical corruption. I personally had a mate that used to be a cultist niece march, infused by the power of Molag Ball. Now he sit, now he sells toffees and sweets in the markets of Riften. Happy as can be. There are two broad kinds of Daedric corruption. I'll call them internal and external. External corruption is the kind you're referring to, where an artifact or entity magically changes the personality or outlook of a mortal. The power, the temptation of this kind of energy is hard to resist. We can cleanse external corruption through ritual and alchemical treatment. Even little things like your diet can be redirected to get you back on the right course. The other type of corruption, internal, is much harder to deal with. That stems from long-term invitation of a Daedric presence in your mind and soul. This is the kind of corruption Daedric princes love to create, opening a door into the heart of the desperate through bargains, bids, and blackmail. Well, some guildmates told me that it's theoretically possible to cleanse that kind of foothold. It almost never works. To be cleansed, one must want to be free of the touch of Daedra, and these poor damn dogs want to be the way they are. As for lesser Daedra being afflicted mortals, that's not quite how that works. Raptica, forgive me, it's a bit confusing, but this is how I understand it. All Daedra are, by definition, not mortals, nor have they ever been. Daedra are Daedra, large or small, a Dramor, for example, has always been that way and always will be. In fact, you could say that their immutability is one of the Daedra's defining traits. Now sometimes a Daedric Prince will give a mortal who's proven useful the seeming and powers of a Daedric underling as a kind of dark gift, but even the transformation from mere mortal to mock Daedra is about as mortal as can be. That's what makes us stand out, sure as sand on a beach. We mortals can change, Daedra can't. And as an ex-pirate who's done and said some things he regrets? It's a distinction I'm damn grateful to have going for me. To the Honorable Adept Duleth, has the Mage's Guild discovered any leads as to the whereabouts of Clivia Tharn, now that it is known that the woman in the Imperial City was a Daedric imposter? Kindest regards, First Emissary Royce, Craglorn Embassy. This is a bit embarrassing, but I got my ears boxed like a naughty puppy when I went looking into this. I'll just include the letter I got here, and we can all agree it's best that ex-pirate now mages don't try to answer political questions like this one. For, for Dulif, care of the mages guild Gefolium Bay. Stop asking about the Tharns. Their graveyard dead, buried in the ground, we have enough unquiet corpses in the world. Why go making more? Let it go, just like we did. With that thing from the place with the bonfire that one time. King's favor, Copperway Rest. <laughs> Greetings, Duluth. I am a warden of the Frost who is a fellow member of the Mages Guild. I had some inquiries about the druids of the sisters in regards to the mis mysteries of my order. Druids seem to have similar practices to us wardens. Are wardens related? I don't know how much of our order's history and have been looking for leads on the Order's creation. Rhyme, Frost War. Zet's Tears, that's a question as tall as the seas around Graven Deep. 
and I'll note unrelated to dungeons or whatnot, but I couldn't help it. As I myself was curious, I looked into your question. What everyone knows about wardens could fit in a two-page pamphlet. They draw their powers from the green, they command animals, sling the forest of the north like it's cod at High Isle Fish Market, and channel nature to heal wounds both fair and foul. That's what a warden is. But in between your words, this salty dog sees the same question I have. Why are there wardens? What is it about this particular grouping of mystical skills that drew the first warden from the woods? Is it Yifrei themselves, some personification from the green, or ancient rituals, or what? This is well beyond the taverns I usually trend, but I reached out again to Druid Laurel and some members of the guild, like you, some of them wardens, to see if we could come up with some to come to some kind of an agreement. Rhyme, I've had more luck making June Rippers dance on their tails. Alright, all we got were arguments, adigation, and some torn up tribute cards. So I'm just going to make my best guess here, and Riptka forgive me if I'm completely wrong about this. I think wardens are the green fighting back. Tamriel's an ancient place by all the stories, and there have been cities and civilizations stretching back well beyond when we started writing things down. But all you have to do is look at an isle like Galen, where the druids have kept most of the wild spaces wild, to see that the world's not meant to be that way. Things like forest wraiths and phoenix maws are echoes of a time long before the first regatta, when the trees were taller than the spires of Wayrest and magic was wilder than even what the Sijiks could imagine. Do I think wardens and druids are related? Yeah, I do. But down below the ground, or in the heart, where it matters, rather than up in the mortal mind. Druids use the true way to guide their magics. Wardens feel their calling to them in their gut. What I think is that wardens are a way for the old world to walk, talk, and new. But that's just this old dog's outlook. I think that's all the time I've got for today, mates. I hope I covered some interesting, quirky, weird, strange, and mysterious dungeon-related ephemera for ya. Perhaps good weather and better ceiling provided, we can do this again sometime. Luck and clear seas to you all. Another big thank you to ESO's lore community for all the many thought-provoking questions submitted. You certainly challenged our former pirate-turned-mage. If you have questions of your own regarding Tamriel's dungeons, why not put them in the community? Put them to the community with the, in the lore section of our official forums. Have you had an opportunity to venture into the Lost Depths DLC's two new dungeons? Let us know what you discovered in Graven Deep or Earth and Root Enclave via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And, and challenged me to keep the same accent going for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I like that character. Yeah. Uh, Katie had to step away. She uh, had Kid Agra. Oh, nope. Back. I'm back. Ah, oh, you were we'll back soon. Okay. We'll see, yeah, we'll see if it sticks. <laughs> he's uh, he's been sick this week, so um, he's kind of restless right now. You know, speaking of that, I meant to ask, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. I'm better than I was this morning when I was exhausted. <laughs> okay. So yeah, hang, hanging in. Drank some tea before this. 
hopefully get some sleep after this. <laughs> I drank milk and ate cookies because I had Long John Silver's today and it was probably a bad decision. And milk and, <laughs> milk and cookies made it better. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I'm not sure any of what you just said was a good choice. <laughs> milk and cookies are always a good choice. Long John That's Silver's true. is probably never a good choice. But it also Long sounds... Long John Silver's is always a good choice because we don't but have it kind of But it kind of sounds weird <laughs> having milk and cookies post long john silver yeah that's, well, that, that's that was that lunch that's so, weird you know i've had supper since then it was completely different okay anyway okay. um all right well that closes out all of our notes um as far as news and in-game uh things are going um uh, kind of cool uh i don't know if you caught that last bit of that or not crazy but um it's kind of cool to get a little bit of a like a lore tidbit on wardens we don't have a lot of lore on the classes necessarily um because they're just sort of a combination in a lot of in a lot of regards to um kind of the other uh classes that are standard to eso games um you know that i think the uh og lore seekers even talked about that some uh, when that stuff was brought up on their show um but just to see some stuff about what what makes a warden a warden and um and that it was still all speculative right because what we actually know about wardians what he said was could fit on a two-page pamphlet so there's not a lot that's confirmed right and when they were trying to compare notes they got into a big argument right but i think it would be cool to see um kind of to see some more things like that regarding all the classes like what makes a templar a templar what makes a uh, a Nightblade, a Nightblade, like, you know, work, you know, if they did something like that and kind of covered the, the other classes, I think that would be kind of neat. Um, but, yeah. Uh, a couple of, uh, before, well, before we get to the end of this, do you two have anything else? Before we move on to announcements? Nope. Crazy. I'm going to go with I have done enough reading with that Lord's Master's Archive for tonight. Katie, you still with us? Hello? Oh, there you go. Oh, wait, that was you, wasn't it, Gwen? Yep, yep, that was me going, hello, are you there? She may have had to go back to the kid. Um, well, we can hop into our announcements. Yeah. So we have um, a couple things going on in the guild. Um, if you're uh, if you're part of the lore seekers, uh, if not, we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, but fishing on Mondays, <laughs> right? Uh, we've referenced Moki several times um, with you know different things in this show and conversations we were having. Uh, but Moki leads a fishing event, and um, she's been taking people through zone by zone and getting all of the fishing achievements working toward master angler i think she says she's getting pretty close to being done with that um, master angler mondays with moki <laughs> yes. um believe um believe she told me that she is mostly just missing things in cyrodiil so that's probably where she's going to be for the next little bit that is where we're going to be this coming monday okay it'll be cyrodiil um and then once that is done, uh, you know, maybe some other things coming on Monday nights too. But um, 
so yeah, if you like to fish, uh, want to work on getting, uh, want to work on getting that achievement, um, then you can join up on Mondays, uh, starting about 7:30 Eastern, grouping up, and then uh, actually getting started about eight. I believe is the right time on that. Uh, Gwen, have you been doing that? I haven't. Um, I keep trying to, but it just never fits in the schedule. I will be joining this coming Monday, though. Okay. Zero to one. Do I have my time right on that? Is it starting at 8 o'clock, grouping at 7.30? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then it goes pretty late, because uh, I know last Monday, at least, in Discord, she's like, oh, no, we finished early. We, finished, we stopped early, what we normally don't, and that was at, like, 10.30 Central. One, so they, they run pretty late, apparently. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Sorry, just to chime in. I think last time she said they ran till like 10:30 or 11 Eastern. So. Yeah, normally they run pretty late. They just they stopped early last week, but yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So check that out if that's something you're interested in doing. It's kind of a laid back way to hang out, get to know some people, and just have some fun. And um, so uh, that's Monday nights. Tuesdays we have treacherous Tuesdays some days um, where uh, we kind of set that aside as sort of a dungeon night um, just to get together um, it's not it's not as organized as it was for a while just because we you know participation kind of dropped uh, over the summer and different things but um, just get together with some guildies and pick a dungeon and get in there and either do story mode or get some achievements uh, farm some gear um, or if you want to race through and see how many dungeons you can complete however you want to do it uh, but that's just sort of our uh, unofficial official dungeon night for uh, PlayStation uh, players uh, on the North American end of things anyway um, and maybe we'll get back to kind of a regularly scheduled um, routine at some point but um, this other thing was touched on just a little bit earlier. Um, I mentioned that I was in conversation about some things for a very extended period of time. Uh, <laughs> um, but we have a trial coming up. Uh, this <laughs> This Wednesday. Um, there is a sign-up. Uh, it's in our, uh, in our Discord. Uh, so again, if you're not part of our uh, part of our guild uh, we'll, we'll tell you how to join in a bit and you can jump into discord and you can sign up for uh, trials. I'm in the discord and I didn't even see that I'm going I'm <laughs> I tagged you how did you not see it anyway uh, yeah so this this Wednesday uh, is going to be just a normal rock grove run um, the intention is to try to move this to Saturdays at some point but uh, this particular trial, Polly's going to be, uh, I'm sorry, Polly is going to be leading. And uh, just to get a feel for, you know, running together, things like that. Uh, got it set up for Wednesday. Uh, so we've got plenty of open spots. Last time I saw the list. Um, so if you want to run a trial this Wednesday and you are, um, you're available, then uh, jump in there and uh, get your name on the list and get in there, do that trial, do that thing. Uh, and as always, what else are we doing? 
I did it. I signed up for healing. We're good now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else are we doing? Looking for new members. Yay! I thought we covered that like three times already. Probably. But, you know, repetition. Beating it in. Way to uh, beat that dead yeah. guar. It's, it's not a dead guar. We we still want people. It's not It's not dead. That's okay, not Okay, that. okay, okay. <laughs> um... Yep, so if you are looking to join a guild, you can be on PlayStation, you can be on Xbox. I guess it will take you on PC. Um, those those people are usually pretty okay, too. Um, except for when they're attacking us console players. <laughs> I'm sad and bitter. I'm really not. Um, you can dump that cooking pot on him if you want. <laughs> I, I won't stop you. <laughs> Uh, no, in all serious uh, seriousness, though, we've got uh, we've got people on all three platforms. Uh, the EU servers on PC um, are, are, I think, pretty active. I think I've got a pretty good group there. Uh, PlayStation's pretty low, um, and Xbox, I'm not sure about. Um, but we are looking for leadership on uh, PlayStation EU, and I think we may still need leadership on Xbox, but I, I could be mistaken on that. Um, I'd need to, need to verify that, but, um, but yeah, we, we are pretty much everywhere. So if you're interested, uh, definitely come and hang out and there's good people in there, um, for every platform. So, uh, if you want to join, uh, all you have to do is do the weird thing we talked about earlier and go to a website. Uh, it's loreseekerseso.org. Uh, the only thing you have to do on the website is click a button that just takes you into the Discord to the application channel. Um, so it's just a brief little questionnaire just to get some information about you and uh, just to sort of uh, make sure that you understand sort of you know what our guild and community is, is kind of based, about, based on and uh, expectations there. And um, you know that the intention for that is just so... Uh, you can say, well, this isn't really what I'm looking for, and, and you can go ahead and, you know, just avoid, you know, joining a guild, you just kind of leave, and uh, it also helps us make sure that by doing that, uh, we kind of keep some of the trolls out. Uh, that's that's the primary intention of that, is just to not have a bunch of people sign up and or join the guild that uh, just aren't very nice people. Um, so you can go to loreseekersdso.org, click the Apply to Guild button, and you're off to the races. Uh, we are on social media. Uh, the Snug Podcast, uh, not Lore Seekers. They are, uh, Lore Seekers is on social media too. But uh, for our show, <laughs> uh, where can we be found? On Twitter, at Snug Podcast. On email, at Snug Podcast at gmail.com. Which, if you are watching right now on uh, YouTube or Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash snugpodcast, or YouTube, uh, apparently we don't have the little slash there yet, so uh, subscribe. Yes. And that can you can help us earn the slash. It will help make it easier for more people to find the Snug Podcast on YouTube in the future. So right now, just search for the Snug Podcast on YouTube. And if you're watching and we, you think you'd just rather listen instead of watching, uh, you can do that too. Uh, usually on Wednesdays we have the audio version of this up. 
Uh, you can check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, and pretty well. You know, I don't know why I always include Google in the top one. I just those are the th- like three big names I keep in my mind. But Google's not even like top three of where most people listen on us. But um, but anyway, most of your podcast apps should probably find us because I think they all have some kind of formula that they pull in, you know podcasts with. Um, so just go search for us on your favorite podcast app, and hopefully we pop up. And I think. I think that pretty well wraps us up for the night. Crazy, are you still with us or did you have to step away again? I'm taking that as she had to step away again. Um, Gwen, do you have anything I'm else? I'm here, I'm here. Oh, oh there she good. is. Do you have anything for us? Um, No, I was kind of half listening, half dealing with my kiddo. Sorry. That's um, right. We're just no, wrapping I don't, up. I don't think so. That's it. Thanks for a great show, guys. Yeah, and if anybody is still with us uh, on Twitch, I'm not looking at that at the moment, so I don't know if the numbers are. But if anybody's still watching that joined us, uh, thank you. nine people. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, thank you as well. I know Shadow was there. Um, But uh, thanks for coming and hanging out. Hopefully you had a good time. And we generally do this every Sunday night at... Um, 10 to 10.30 ish central time 11, 11.30 eastern um, it's sort of a range for us you know with kids and whatever but uh, come hang out with us again next week hopefully Sasquatch can be back with us and uh, also a uh, quick announcement I won't give full details on this but in coming weeks we may have a special guest um, joining us in the, in the snug pod uh, I'll give you more info on that once I've lined up some more details, but uh, just a what? small... We get another guest? Yeah. Are we becoming a real podcast? We might be. We might oh be. For, for real. <laughs> so, just a little tease there. Um, and I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting. I've been wanting to get this, get this person on for a while, but schedules just uh, haven't quite lined up. And it looks like with uh, holiday weekend coming up, that's going to be a possibility. So... Um, I think we're done for the night. And again, everyone, have a good night. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you.